Now, it's time for Ultimate Bass, your all-bass fishing radio show. For the next hour, Ultimate Bass will take you fishing across the country and across the street in pursuit of America's favorite game fish. Ultimate Bass puts you in the boat with the world's best bass anglers and tournament pros, bringing you the latest in tackle, techniques, technology, and just plain talk. And now, here's the host of Ultimate Bass, tournament pro Kent Brown. Saturday morning, April the 14th. Oh, that can't be true, Marilyn. Is that true? Show 342. We have done this a few Saturdays, haven't we? Oh, man. It's, uh, how about we, uh, we didn't have any rain a few weeks ago. We didn't have any water, you know, a month and a half ago. Oh, my God. We're in a drought. Oh, geez. I don't know. I don't think we're in a drought any longer, but, uh, what's wild weather, man? I mean, some of the, uh, you know, Tornadoes touching down in Stockton, uh, thunderstorms and uh, just everything going on. Lightning strikes in the Bay Area. Things are just crazy. Uh, A lot of rain going on in the valley, which is going to mean a lot of things, guys. You know, the lakes are going to be coming up. Uh, The creeks are going to be flowing. The rivers are going to be flowing. Water's going to muddy up. And uh, it doesn't matter if you're going to Clear Lake or uh, some of the... Some of the uh, areas of the California Delta, and a lot of that water is going to be hitting the Delta here in the upcoming, oh, week to 10 days. Um, a lot of water in the rivers, a lot of water coming down, and uh, you got to be careful. Got to watch out for floating debris and uh, uh, logs and all kinds of stuff that our big storms will bring down. Um, not sure. This uh, weather's probably going to hold up the spawn a little bit, hold up those fish from going straight to the bank. Um, might even hold up being able to see a lot of those fish once they do go to the bank solely because of the, uh, the off-colored water, rising water. Um, you know, if it comes up a foot a day, it's not going to be long before those fish are where you can't see them. And, uh, so we'll see the weatherman's calling for sunshine all week. And, uh, the long range is, uh, going to have you guys all staring out the windows about Wednesday morning, uh, 77 degrees on Wednesday, going to be ready to, uh, get out and go do a little fishing. So uh, check that out and, and uh, just kind of keep an eye on things. If you've got some upcoming tournaments, I mean, obviously there's a lot of stuff coming up. Uh, a lot of guys uh, have their eyes on the uh, Angler's Choice Pro-Am coming up at Clear Lake. A lot of guys have their eyes on the FLW tournament coming to Clear Lake as well to wrap up the Western Division. So uh, Folsom Future Pro Tour coming up. So there's just a, a lot of events that are uh, that are coming up that you need to uh, uh, be aware of. Guys, there's a big tournament going on this weekend, and I bet you guys didn't even know it. A major tournament, a championship tournament. Our Western guys are back there fishing, and uh, we've got to give them a little love, make sure that uh, that those five teams that are back there uh, know we're keeping an eye on them, actually, at the uh, College Fishing FLW National Championship going on uh, this weekend. That's back at Lake Murray in uh uh, South Carolina, so kind of kind of keep an eye on uh, on those guys and what they're doing back there. Uh, but uh, Clemson University team of uh, Harold Turner and Andy Wicker leading the tournament uh, day one. They had five for sixteen fourteen. Our top finishing Western team so far right now. Uh, these guys are awesome. They uh, they're really uh, really a tough team. They're in uh, where the heck are those guys at? Fourteenth right now. Um, kind of right in the middle of the field. And that's uh, Robert Matsura and Thomas Kanemoto from Sac State. They're, uh, they've been fishing the FLW stuff. They had five. They had a limit for 10.07 yesterday. Chico State team, Tom White, Frank Vogt, they're in 17th. Uh, they're uh, 
There's five of our teams back there. Bo Hopkins and Anthony Dayton, Chico State in 21st. Cal Poly, uh, Scott Hellison and Damian Bean in 21st. And uh, down to 24th, tough tournament. Didn't catch fish yesterday. Uh, Chris Delgado and Kong Mao from Fresno State. So uh, five of our teams. And, and how that works is we get five teams coming from uh, each one of the FLW EverStart Series uh, college fishing days. Those five go on to a regional championship, and then they take the top five teams at the regionals to go back and uh, fish in the FLW National Championship. So good luck to our guys and uh, Robert Matsura, Thomas Kanemoto. A lot of you guys might remember uh, we had them actually on the demo tank, the ISC show in Sacramento this year, hanging out with us. So um, good luck to those guys. Big fish, giant fish coming. Uh, gosh, just before this latest storm, giant fish coming. Uh, got word that uh, I think it was Nick Leesity from uh, Angels Camp works down at uh, – um, Works down at uh, the tackle store down there. I, I'm trying to do a blank. Glory Hole Sports. A 17, like 17 one largemouth out of New Maloney's. Um, boy, that's a that's a big trout and coconut eater right there, let me tell you. 17 pounder out of Maloney's. Uh, and then a, a new Shasta Lake spotted bass record. Um, well, buddy Steve Mello. Steve's been around a long time fishing up there around the Redding area. Uh, a new Shasta Lake spotted bass record just came out 9.02. Um, so that's pretty uh, pretty awesome spot of bass. For those of you guys that are wondering, though, it's uh, uh, it's still quite a ways under the uh, the world record mark. But uh, you know what's funny is is we all know there's some world record fish out there for spotted bass, and you know whether it's uh, uh, you know whether it's Bullard, Bullard's Bar, Lake Shasta, uh, some giant spotted bass too coming out of New Maloney's. Um, that record has held since 2001. Uh, and that was uh, Brian Shishito's fish down in uh, Fresno area, and that was 10.27. So uh, still uh, still a ways to go to catch up to uh, Brian's fish. But, um, you know, with the advent of the Alabama rig and a lot of other uh, uh, different things, we'll see some uh, some bigger spotted bass being caught. We already are. Um, although Mello's fish, they said, was not on an A-rig. So uh, that was uh, that's pretty cool. 902 out of Lake Shasta. Obviously, uh, there are bigger ones at Lake Shasta, and I'm sure there is a world record spot of bass swimming around um, at Lake Shasta somewhere. So uh, pretty cool for uh, for that one. I want to uh, remind you guys as well, you'll hear more uh, in the show, Party Media Day coming up April the 29th out of uh, Party Lake Recreation Area. I want to invite you guys down to uh, hang out with us and uh, our buddies from uh, – Jackson Rancheria Casino and uh, Party Lake Recreation Area. They do a great job helping us put that event on. We've got a great lineup of pros that are going to be fishing with us and a great lineup of outdoor riders and, and uh, photographers and uh, shooting video, all kinds of stuff. You guys are invited to come down and hang out, just uh, follow along, see what's going on, and uh, see how the guys kind of break the lake down and what they do. So um, should be a lot of fun. The the uh, the event should uh, should should be good. Fishing's going to be uh, really at the top of the game just before the full moon going on um, at Party Lake. And uh, the guys from the Bassmaster Elite Series they are headed out to uh, to Arkansas. They're headed to the Ozarks, getting ready. Uh, big ugly ugly weather front rolling through the Ozarks uh, yesterday and today. So we'll see how that's going to change things. Bass Elite headed to Bull Shoals. So uh, pretty. Interesting to see how that one's going to go. Skeet takes the point lead into the number, what is that, third tournament of the year going in. And, uh, you know, last week we had an opportunity to uh, to talk a little bit of sight fishing with uh, our old buddy Byron Velvick. And uh, just we got some great emails. We got some great uh, uh, responses to uh, to that 
and uh, there were a lot more left on the table. And uh, Byron and I talked earlier in the week, and uh, Byron said, "Hey, let's uh, let's do a bigger segment. Let's uh, let's talk live about. Uh, you know, I'll give it up, man. I'll give all the cool stuff up to." Uh, uh, to the sight fishermen. So, man, who better than to talk to Bassmaster Elite Series Pro and uh, uh, Bassmaster Elite Series Champion up on uh, Clear Lake than uh, Byron Velvet? Because we're going to talk sight fishing. And we're going to just jump in a truck with him. We're going where he's in Florida, I think. We're going to jump in the truck with him and uh, kind of hang out here in a few minutes. So that'll be fun. We're going to be talking, uh, uh, just getting a passenger seat, put your feet up on the dash, get your uh, get your toes up on the window, put some put some spots on his window. And, we're going to be talking sight fishing with BV, so that should be fun. We're also going to be checking into, uh, well, I guess what many guys would consider a lake local at uh, Bull Shoals, uh, my friend Mike McClellan. So we'll be talking to Mike as well. He's uh, He's got a, a home tournament right there at... Uh, Right there at Bull Shoals, Mike from Arkansas, and uh, I'm sure he's looking forward to this. I know he spends some time up on Bull Shoals, so it should be fun to hang out with uh, with Mike McClellan as well. Okay, guys, uh, I man, I'm getting tired of doing this. I got to tell you, I am so uh, so tired of uh, of seeing holes in our sport uh, that we'll never be able to uh, to fill. And, um, you know, a couple of weeks ago, we, uh, we lost Donnelly from, uh, you know, our former Ranger boat rep. And, um, you know, last week was just kind of a shock to all of us with, uh, uh, with Jose Wahabi from, uh, Spanish fly and, and we lost him in, uh, an airplane accident. And, and the same day, uh, we find out later, actually after the show was, was done, um, that, uh, that bass fishing here in the West lost, uh, one of our pioneers, one of our, uh, legendary fisherman, a guy that, um, through the week I've read reports and I've read, uh, I've read just, uh, stories about him. And, um, the one word that continues to come up is, uh, is respect and, uh, admired and, uh, Las Vegas is, uh, Pat Donahoe passed away last weekend. Pat had fought a very, very long battle with uh, throat cancer. Um, for you young fishermen that are out there that never, ever got the opportunity to meet Pat Donahoe, you missed out. Um, that's all I can tell you. He's, uh, uh, he was a prince of a guy. Um, but on top of that, uh, a phenomenal fisherman. Pat Donahoe showed up to win no matter where he went. <clears throat> He's, uh, uh, was just, uh, uh, just one of those guys. And he was a U.S. Open champion. You know, he did that back on the, on, on what we call his Lake Mead. And uh, Pat had been around uh, from the 70s, fishing tournaments with us here in the West, and um, he uh, he really had a rough time with uh, with the throat cancer. And and uh, Pat left uh, uh, his wife Lupe and his kids and uh, his buddy Bobby Ellis, who uh, was always by his side. Sometimes you thought they were going to fight like brothers, but uh, um, I just want to dedicate once again. And I tell you, man, I'm tired of doing this, uh, losing these guys from uh, our sport. But I want to dedicate today's show. Um, to the memory of, uh, of my friend from Las Vegas, Nevada, Pat Donahoe, and uh, just uh, gonna miss you, Pat. You're a you're a, a bass fisherman that every bass fisherman sh- should strive to be like. And uh, there will be a memorial for Pat on April 27th, Colville Bay. Um, for those of you guys that are catching this show out of the area, or catching it on the uh, uh, on the feed, or catching it on uh, the archives, uh, there will be a, a memorial for Pat at Colville Bay, Lake Mead, on uh, April the 27th, and uh, um, Donahoe has requested that uh, that his uh, uh, they're going to plant a tree uh, for Pat that overlooks all the weigh-ins at Colville, and um, Pat has requested that uh, uh, they just leave his old butt out there at Lake Mead. So that's what they're going to do. But uh, to Pat Donahoe, they uh, don't get any better now. Stick around, guys. 
You want a second opinion on Pat Donahoe? Byron Velvet could give it to you as soon as we get back. We'll be back. We're going to get in the truck with BV, talk a little sight fishing. Stick around, guys. Ultimate Bass with Kent Brown. We'll be right back. Lowrance Electronics is the world leader in design and manufacturing of high-quality sport fishing sonar and GPS units. And their new high-definition systems are state-of-the-art and light years ahead of the competition. If you want the highest-definition broadband fish-finding capabilities available, you need a Lowrance. Less noise, more targets, crystal clear clarity, incredible shallow and deep water performance, and expandability at no extra cost. With 45 years manufacturing experience, Lowrance products provide sportsmen with the ultimate in high-performance features at competitive prices. Check out the new state-of-the-art high-definition system of sonar and GPS mapping electronics at your favorite tackle store or on the web at Lowrance.com. Hi, I'm your friendly marine dealer with a question. Got outboard problems? If you're thinking back to last summer and nodding, then get rid of that old outboard and replace it with a new, sleek, silver Honda. Honda makes outboards from 2 to 225 horsepower, and all of them are rock solid when it comes to reliability. They're incredibly quiet, powerful, fuel efficient, which is always important these days, and they offer more charging capacity for all of your electronics. Plus, Honda backs their outboards with a factory direct, non-declining five-year warranty. Non-declining means the coverage is the same on the last day as it is on the first. Now that's real coverage. Honda outboards also have lots of exclusive technology like VTEC and Blast you just won't find anywhere else. To learn more, go to hondamarine.com or come in and see us. Stop by your local Honda Marine dealer and check out the new BF250, the incredible award-winning 250 horsepower outboard from Honda Marine. When I take my friends or family fishing, I make sure everyone's wearing life jackets. Last year, a friend of mine fell overboard, got tangled up in the lines, couldn't swim, and panicked. His life jacket kept him afloat till we were able to fish him out. Does that make me feel like a hero? Actually, yeah, it does. Heroes wear life jackets. Now it's your turn. Take the life jacket oath and get a chance to receive four cool new life jackets. Go to BoatCalifornia.com or check us out on Facebook. The California Department of Boating and Waterways. If it's your boat, it's your responsibility. Hey, for years they were known as your saltwater fishing headquarters. Now they want you to know they're your bass fishing headquarters. Our friends at High's Tackle Box in South San Francisco have everything you need. Whether it's Alabama rigs, swim baits, all the big weights, the Eco Pro tungsten weights to go flipping in the Delta, spinner baits, topwater, everything you need they have in stock. Rods, reels, and clothing to get you out of the elements. They have it all. Uh, sure, you can stop by and get it all at highestackleboxshop.com, but they invite you to come down and see the full selection of everything they have at their store in 40 Chestnut Avenue in South San Francisco. They've got it all down there from saltwater to freshwater. They are your Bay Area bass fishing headquarters. Stop by and see our friends at High's Tackle Box, 40 Chestnut Avenue in South San Francisco. And now, back to Ultimate Bass with Ken Brown. Hey guys, you ready to get in the truck with him and talk a little bit of sight fishing? Yep, you're just going to hop in the passenger seat with us. Good thing. Good thing he's got that big Ford truck that he tows with. Every time I ever had to ride to the lake with him, it was always in an Astro van coming, uh, oh, I don't know, down the highway, towing a boat much faster than he should have with his uh, uh, with his minivan. Uh, oh, he was way too cool in those days to drive a minivan, too. Our old buddy, Bassmaster Elite Series, Clear Lake Champion uh, on the open side, Clear Lake Champion on the Elite Series, a uh, guy that understands the, the, the sight fishing deal better than anybody I know. 
my old buddy Byron Velvet. Hey, man, we're in the truck. Got our seatbelt on. Where are we going? I got you, buddy. I got you. Where, where, where are we going? Where are we, are we going? We going to the Ozarks? We're going to the Ozarks. We're on I-10 right now in the Florida Panhandle, and we've been driving for four or five hours already since about three in the morning, four in the morning Florida time, and it's uh, it's a trip to the Ozarks, man, to go do a little uh, sight fishing and swim bait fishing and top water fishing and. And if I have to, I'll throw a tube and a jig, but I don't want to. Oh, I know you. I know you. If you're throwing a jig or a tube at anything, it probably you probably better be looking at it. Yeah, yeah. You know, I, I've only won one tournament on a jig, and that was the Western Classic in Havasu. I, I actually won one tournament in my life with a jig in my hand the whole time, and, and that, that was that that was a Havasu event. But other than that, put a swim bait, top water, sight fishing in my in my crosshairs, and I'm good. There you go. Well, I, I know you were on hold uh, uh, listening before the break and uh, got a second opinion on our old buddy Pat Donahoe. Man, it's like you said, boy, when it rains, it pours. And I, I, I know the young anglers out there, you know, it, 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 it's listening to us kind of reminisce about the legends here. But, gosh, it's so sad to hear about, you know, Jose Wahebe and the same day Pat Donahoe. And, you know, I, I got to remember that one time. I, I think what sticks out in my mind with Pat Donahoe was amazing. Was he always talked about being you ever remember the, the, the second speech camp where he always talks about being second everywhere? Oh, yeah. And, and he got second to me at the U.S. Open, you know. And so I'm sitting there. I think it was the first year that I won the U.S. Open. He was second. And he gets up there and he starts talking about, you know, I was second at Clear Lake. I was second at the Delta. Now I'm second to this young guy. You know, my wife told me last night, just a few more seconds, I would have been a hell of a man. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, how do you follow up after that New Year's speech, man? The whole crowd goes crazy. His wife turns red with embarrassment, and I mean, I still to this day laugh about Pat Donahoe just paving the way for me to go up and try to babble my way through an acceptance speech after he basically knocked it out of the park like Jay Leno. <laughs> well, that is a that's a great Donahoe story. I mean, that's uh, uh you know, I mean, and real fast, I guess if you got to trade Donahoe stories, his old buddy Bobby Ellis. Uh, who he traveled with. Bobby was a co-angler. I'll never forget. We were all at the, uh, uh, we were all at Clear Lake for the Forest Wood Open and Skeet had won the tournament, just clubbed us all by a mile. And, uh, Ellis fished with Skeet on day two, caught a couple of the fish that had him, uh, uh, do real well. Donahoe had a great day one and a really crappy day two, and he was not in a good mood. So Ellis was making his goodbyes. He was going to fly out before the awards were over. And he said, uh, he said, I got to get going. I got to get to the airport. I'm going to teach Donahoe how to fish on the way. Come on, Donahoe, get in the truck. Oh, Pat, he just, you know, shaking his head all the way to the truck because you knew he didn't want to hear uh, how many fish Bobby caught with Skeet and how many he didn't catch that day. So uh, oh. always uh, always good. Well, man, you said we're going to go sight fishing. Last week we had a lot of good responses, but we kind of ran out of time, man. We need to talk uh, a little more sight fishing. We need to talk a little more bed fishing and uh, I guess the best thing to start with is uh, we've had rain, we've had cold, we've had big storms uh, right at about the time those fish should be on the bank where we should be looking at them. The lakes are going to be rising. Uh, we may not have a chance to really look at them too good this year. How How is that going to affect things? You know, it, that, that, that's a great point because I think we're going to be seeing the same thing over there at uh, Bull Shoals. You know, we're getting a really big storm coming through tomorrow, I believe, and you know, and I'm hoping the water stabilizes, and, and, and that is that X factor, is those times when that water rolls up and, and, and it gets high, those fish are already spawning, and if they reposition and come up shallower, it's, it's a challenge for sure. I, I know I, I'll go looking for fish on cloudy days, you know, and I'll go looking for fish in the worst conditions if I can, and, and you're going to have other guys doing it too, but, 
But that, that's that's a, that's always a challenge in beyond a lot of people start boohooing it. I always like guys that make excuses why they can't fight fish because that that'll take any of your listeners that are really strong or just held up on it like I am to you know to push it to the element, you know, push it real hard and try to push the envelope with fight fishing and conditions like that. It, it don't challenge you. You got to really kind of go out exploring yourself and prove to yourself. Dot talk is always the worst fight fisherman because. A guy can get turned off of bed pretty quick with three of his buddies because they looked all day and they didn't see anything because that pretty much takes the guy out of it or, or the conditions are wrong and it's over and hasn't started yet like we talked about last week. Well, you know, that's kind of one of the things. And, and you know, so many times uh, a lot of sight fishermen uh, become sight fishermen at Clear Lake or their local lake because they can see them. You know, they're up on the retaining walls. They're up on the driveways. Uh, and, and that makes it pretty easy. But this is uh, this kind of throws a, throws a curve to everybody because you're really going to be fishing for sight fish. You're going to be fishing for spawning fish that you, you aren't really going to be able to see. So that, that changes the game a little bit. Yeah, it sure does. And, 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 you know, and, and a couple things here. Around. I said last week we, we sure left a lot of stuff on the table as far as stuff that I usually look for when I'm sight fishing. When, when I go out sight fishing, a couple things I have in my boat, and I, ten years ago, five years ago, I wouldn't be talking about any of this, but I'm, I'm not fishing about against the guys out west anymore, and I, I hope a lot of the elite guys aren't listening to this, uh, to this broadcast. Hey, B, you don't have us on speakerphone, do you? What's that? You don't have us on speakerphone, do you? I got you in my truck. Is it a bad connection? Uh, you know, if we could go straight to the phone, it'd be better. Let's just say that. Let me see if I can do that. I'd have to disconnect the Bluetooth. He'll probably hang up on us is what we're going to do right now. So uh, he'll, he'll call back if, if we lose him. Do you, want me, do you want me to call back or you just want me to keep going with this? No, keep, keep going. Keep going. All right. Well, maybe this is a little better. I'm trying to figure out where the microphone is at this new Oh, that's way better. Better? Yeah. You know, um... One of the things that, that I do when I go into a tournament mode is I go into an area and I, I immediately identify where all the other guys are fishing if they are bed fishing. And you want to make a mental note of all the boats in the bay, for instance, you pull into. If you see guys fishing bed fish, the one thing you want to do is, is, is really position where they're at if you're fishing a tournament. Because even if they catch that male, a lot of times I've, caught, I've won tournaments out west and won tournament sight fishing where where I will, I will take a survey of every guy that's in the same, that I can see. I make a note of where they're bed fishing. I'll even see them catch the fish and high-five their marshal or high-five their partner, catch that three-pound male, and they'll leave, and I check every single bed of everywhere I ever see a guy catch a fish because a lot of times they don't realize those big females are sitting there, and those guys are really bird-dogging for me a lot of beds I didn't know were there. I might have known of three beds in this bay. I roll into this bay, I fish the three beds I know, I look around me, I see seven other boats on seven other beds. I see a couple of them catch quality fish, but then they make the mistake of not staying there or double-checking it ten minutes later, five minutes later. They catch that three-pounder, they're gone. I roll in behind there, and, and I hate to say this, I actually did it to you one time, Ken. <laughs> I rolled in behind well, there. Well, I can tell you that the fish was in the marina at Dyke 8 at Folsom, but that's okay. I don't, I don't remember it, Byron. And the mail got caught, and I rolled in. I was like, you know, that just did me a favor. Because 12 minutes later, I caught the biggest fish of the tournament at Folsom. I caught that nine. Yeah. But, but the mail had already been caught. And I go, man, the, the mistake was you don't get, you don't stick around. So, so my rule of thumb, first off, when I'm sight fishing is, is whenever I do catch a male, I, I kind of like a mother hen. I move around, look for other beds. But I always sweep through and check every bed after I've caught the mail to make sure I don't become a victim of my own weapon, which is, which is identifying where all the beds are. And then even as these guys are catching males and moving on, 
on double back and catching all their females. And that's key. And, well, and another thing, go ahead. What about, what about if you don't even see a female with that fish? Well, that's the thing. You, a lot of times you don't. And a lot of times the guys didn't, they never knew there were pairs there. A lot of the fish I catch in tournaments, I didn't know there was a female there. They didn't know there was a female there. They move up hourly. They move up daily. They move up overnight. I mean, I've caught three major females off the state bed one time at, at, at Don Pedro when I won that tournament. I was catching I was catching two or three fish off every bed, leaving the male there as the magnet. You know, and that's another thing. You, you leave that male there. If you can afford to let that male go, even if you don't have a limit, and, and, and use that male as a magnet, I caught three big females at Don Pedro that tournament. And all of them were with the same male. And every time I catch that male, I let him go. And my partner thought I was crazy because I didn't have a limit. Right. Two and a half, three pound male. And I'm dropping it back in the water. He's like, dude, you, you, that's a three pound fish. I'm like, more importantly, it's what that fish will bring to me all through the day. And that same three pound male gave me three big females at Don Pedro that tournament. And that's something a lot of guys, you got to make that judgment call if you have a pair. But even if you don't have a pair of them, you want to have a male that you catch, and then you make sure before you leave, you make sure that there was nothing with it. Because like you said, Kent, half the time, there's probably a female sitting under your boat, off to the side, dark and dirty. You never know it's down there. And after you catch the male, you leave, and somebody behind you comes in and finds a gift waiting for him. Yeah, they just uh, she's up there looking for a boyfriend going, where did he run off to now? Yeah. Yeah. And that's, that's why I use as many boats as I can see bed fishing. I use those guys as bird dogs. And, 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 and I've, had, I've had partners go, oh, man, that guy just caught like a three-pounder over there. And you see the guy start his big motor up and leave. And I go, watch this. Because a lot of times when it's really, really on and it's real hot, you can idle over there, put your troll mower down, kind of sneak up and find that six, seven, eight, nine-pounder just sitting there wondering, A, the guy left thinking he had done his job and caught his big male, not realizing the female was right behind it. Right. Byron, you know, there's so many guys. I mean, we all know those fish when you pull up that come out and challenge your trolling motor. They're going to be pretty easy to catch. But what about that fish that you, you know, as soon as the bait hits the water, as soon as you make a flip to that fish or a pitch to that fish, it's gone in the dark and, gosh darn it, where did he go? I mean, is there a, is there a fish that you do just say, eh, that one's not catchable, move on? The biggest, I, when I hear a guy tell me he's a great sight fisherman and everything he sees he can catch and tells you he hasn't been doing it very long. <laughs> I, I, I love it when I hear these guys go, man, I, I, I'm as good a sight fisherman as anybody. If I can see him, I can catch him. I've never once had a fish I couldn't see that I couldn't catch. Well, that guy is speaking out of his other side of his body, if you know what I mean. I'll, I'll try not to get cut off with face yeah. bad today. Well, you, but, still, you are one of the elite three, actually, that we've used the dump button on, so go ahead. Because <laughs> I said bathroom the wrong way. Yeah, well, there you go. We said bathroom the wrong way. But to answer your question, Kent, first thing I know about boat position, you know, I talked about baits last week and how a UV bait is so hot now, and UV baits are kind of like the new frontier of sight fishing baits, but boat position is as important or more important than the bait you pick. And every single fish, just like every bait, every fish seems to have a particular bait they like more than others. And throughout the course of the day, we change baits, but I also change boat position, and I'll move all the way around a fish. I've had fish where I was only able to catch them when I actually put the boat up on the rock, up on the bank, and brought that bait uphill because it, I was fishing the traditional way of being out in front of the fish, and it wouldn't respond, and I had to get inside that fish. I had to get that boat up on the rocks and really tear my boat up. If it's Shasta or Orville or some of those places that it's a lot of rock and shale, you're crunching your boat up into the rocks, but, but you also realize that fish wants that bait coming uphill. And then I also carry a gardening stick with me. I, I go to a... I go to, a, a, like, Home Depot or wherever, I get a big, long, green gardening stick, 
And a lot of times, if it's really a finicky fish, I actually have the gardening sticks, those green ones that are really long, like six feet deep long. You stick them in the sand right next to where the, whatever the bottom is, right next to the bed, hang your line over the gardening stick, and then I pull away that. And I'll leave that green gardening stick right over the bed. I'll have my line directly into where the bed is. The fish spook, you know, the fish is gone. He's acting really bad. I, I, I don't like the way he's acting, but I know he's going to come back eventually. So with the gardening stick, it allows me to put the bait over the limb of that stick into the bed and then literally back off, you know, 20, 30, 40 feet. I can't see the fish anymore, but I can watch my line, and I can go up and down and up and down. I can yo-yo that thing right on the sweet spot of the bed, and eventually those fish are going to come back, no boat around, and all they're going to see is a gardening stick and a fishing line and a bait, and it's going to be done. Not such. Uh, so not really what Scroggins showed everybody with the tomato steaks on Mark in the bed, but you're actually using this to work your bait. Yeah, actually, I, I've been doing this, and it's funny because I think a long, 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 long time ago, I had heard somebody else do this. It was, um, oh, what's his name out of Arizona? Fred Ward. Yeah. Arizona supposedly did this in Powell years and years and years and years ago, and I've used it since then. And, and, and it's not just to mark the bed because, yeah, you can put a mark buoy out or a, a tomato stick to mark a bed, but... But if you break a piece off of it and bend it a little bit, and I, I use a plastic one that's bendable. It's a green bark, and it's a green tomato stick that's actually bendable plastic. You can hang your bait over it. It's not going to infringe if the fish bites. It's not going to get wrapped up in metal. It's not going to serrate the line. But it allows the line to hang directly over the bed and sit right in the sweet spot of the bed. And you can go up and down, up and down, but you can hold your bait on that bed for a lot, well, for, for as long as it takes to catch that fish. Exactly. Hey, can you stick around through the break? Sure. All right, we're going to put you on hold. When you get back, uh, we'll be talking a little more bed fishing, guys, with uh, our old buddy Byron Velvick. Stick around, guys. Now, the Ultimate Bass Pro Tip of the Week, brought to you by Gone Fishing Marine and Nitro Boats. The pros know, whether you're on the tournament trail or out with the family, the last thing you want to worry about is your equipment. Your mercury-powered Nitro and Gone Fishing Marine see to it that you'll get there and back without a second thought. With Nitro's rollback to 1999 prices and top 100 dealer Gone Fishing Marine at your back, you'll get better bang for the buck than anyone else on the water. Now, here's your Pro Tip of the Week. Hey guys, it is that time again ultimate bash university coming tuesday night at gone fishing marine 6 30 uh we're going to be talking some sight fishing clear like the delta uh and a guy that's been dominating tournaments throughout the west on the alabama rig we're going to be hanging out with flw uh, everstart clear like champion and a guy that uh, has uh, has been fishing pretty well this year mike tuck so uh, we invite you guys to come down and hang out with us tuesday night it's a free seminar so uh, gather up your buddies bring them down and uh, hang out with us. We'll have uh, we'll have food. We'll have drinks. A free raffle, and uh, all kinds of fun stuff going on at Gone Fishing Marine. So uh, come down to uh, Ultimate Bash University Tuesday night. Hang out with Mike Tuck. All, everything kicks off at six thirty. So uh, bring a fishing buddy. And if you're uh, going to uh, going to need some new tackle, maybe get rid of some old tackle. Want to sort through the garage and the boat. All that stuff you're not using, start gathering it up because the uh, Gone Fishing Marine annual swap meet is going to be May the 19th, right there in the parking lot at Gone Fishing Marine. So uh, come on down, uh, bring uh, bring down some old wiggle warts if you have them, if you can find those, uh, bring those down to us. Some three hook Zara spooks and uh, any of those wood castaic swim baits. And uh, see me first when you come into the parking lot with that stuff uh, uh, at the swap meet, May the 19th. That's your pro tip of the week. 
Your pro tip this week comes from Marine Industry Certified Dealer Gone Fish and Marine, featuring the full line of mercury-powered nitro and bass tracker boats. From the aluminum Pro 16 to the Bassmaster winning Z9, they have the right boat for your budget. With Gone Fishing's huge selection of the latest baits, rods, and reels, cutting-edge electronics, and a Mercury Premier Service Department at the ready, you get more time on the water and more fish in the boat. Visit them off I-80 in Dixon or online at gfmarine.com. Gone Fish and Marine, Mercury Outboard and Nitro Boats, tournament tested, professionally proven. Do you have that old favorite lure in your tackle box that always catches fish? We all do. Chances are that lure is made from one of the many companies at Fradco. With brands like Rebel, Hedden, Bomber, Cordell, Smithwick, Arbogast, Excalibur, Booyah, and Yum, now every lure in your tackle box is a fish catcher. There are many new models and colors, as well as your old favorites, from top waters like the Hedden Super Spook to the Yum brand of soft plastics. The fish catching lures from Pradco are proven tournament winners at affordable prices. You can see the complete line at lurenet.com or visit your favorite tackle store. With Pradco brand baits, you won't need to be lucky. If you haven't been into Sportsman's Warehouse in Rockland for a while, it's time you get back in there. They are restocked. The pegs are loaded with everything you fish with. Sportsman's Warehouse is fully stocked with all the brands you need, like Lucky Craft, Yozuri, Rapala, Owner, Snagproof, Bomber, Lure Jensen, Head and Strike King, and their great wall of plastics. It includes RoboWorm, Yamamoto, Berkeley, Zoom, Huddleston's Pro, Talon, and more. They carry a complete line of electronics and marine accessories. They'll get you out in the elements, cold or hot, rain or shine. They have all your outdoor clothing needs. You can check them out at sportsmanswarehouse.com for more information or directions. Open seven days a week, Fridays and Saturdays till 9. Sportsman's Warehouse, 6640 Lone Tree Boulevard in Rockland, the place for anglers, hunters, and outdoorsmen to get everything you need. Looking to increase your bass fishing knowledge and keep up to date with everything going on in the bass fishing world? Then WesternBass.com is your online source that will keep you in the middle of the fishing action, not just a forum. WesternBass.com offers an online magazine complete with fish catching tips in every article, video, photos, and special prices from advertisers every week. WesternBass.com hosts a free classified section to help you move that boat or extra tackle or find a fishing treasure. Tournament pages that notify you of upcoming tournaments and recent results. You may already be a fan of westernbass.com and we invite you to explore all the links. We are sure you'll find some great bass fishing information you may have been missing. Westernbass.com, the largest bass fishing website in the West. When I take my friends or family fishing, I make sure everyone's wearing life jackets. Last year, a friend of mine fell overboard, got tangled up in the lines, couldn't swim and panicked. His life jacket kept him afloat till we were able to fish him out. Does that make me feel like a hero? Actually, yeah, it does. Heroes wear life jackets. Now it's your turn. Take the life jacket oath and get a chance to receive four cool new life jackets. Go to BoatCalifornia.com or check us out on Facebook. The California Department of Boating and Waterways. If it's your boat, it's your responsibility. Hey, get ready and make plans to join Ultimate Bass and California Sportsman for the Party Lake Jackson Rancheria Casino Media Day, Sunday, April 29th. You're all invited to come down and join the top pro bass anglers and writers from your favorite fishing publications, web pages, and fishing shows. Tag along on the water with the pros and watch firsthand how they catch fish. Work different lures and approach one of the top bass lakes in the state. Take a demo ride in a new Mercury-powered Triton Nitro or Tracker with Gone Fish and Marine. Ken Surrett and the Lowrance Pro Staff will be on hand to put you on the water and show you the new HDS 
and structure scan generation 2 electronics from Lawrence. If you own an HDS, bring it along for the latest updates. You're all invited to Party Lake Recreation Area, Jackson Rancheria Media Day, Sunday, April 29th, and meet pros like Gary and Richard Dobbins, Mike Long, Jimmy Reese, Jeff Michaels, Greg Gutierrez, Bub Tosh, Zach Thompson, and more, including four-time Bassmaster champ Robert Lee. There'll be fishing prizes, fun, and a chance to fish side-by-side with the top pros in the West as the nation's best outdoor riders and photographers put together magazine articles while you're right there. Who knows, you might be in one of those articles with a monster bass. Camping and rental boats are available at PartyLakeRecreationArea.com. Make plans and spend the weekend with deluxe accommodations at the Jackson Rancheria Casino and Hotel. Great food, fun, and adult gaming is just a few minutes from the lake. We'll see you all there. Party Lake Recreation Area, Sunday, April 29th. And now, back to Ultimate Bass with Ed Brown. Hey guys, we are back and joining us. Oh, Bassmaster Elite Series Pro, Byron Velvick. Hey, Byron, do I need to mute the on-hold button with Mike McClelland, or you want me to just bring him up and conference him in? I, I'm going to make sure I call back. I, I don't know that I can get you in Florida, so I need to call right back in and make sure I get online and just ease, 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 ease drop on that one, if you don't mind. Well, you know, I thought Bull Shoals might as well bring the Arkansas guy in. You know what I mean? We'll talk a little bit about a guy that gets to fish his home lake. Well, now, wait, is he already on hold? Is he already waiting in the wings? Yeah, McClellan's on hold. Oh, i got to stop talking about sight fishing, then. i got nothing to say. Jigs, jigs are where it's at. Jigs are brush piles. That's the way to go. Well, and I know for sure that if uh, Mikey walked up to you sometime at the pairings on uh, Wednesday night and said, man, great interview you did with Ken on sight fishing, you'd go, dude, you didn't tell me McClellan was on hold while I was giving it all up. I, I, I didn't know he was on hold. Now, how do I get back on hold? That's the thing. I don't want to get cut off now. i got to listen to what McClellan has to say because I – I'm looking for uh, some insider information that's going public right now. Oh, we, I'll put you on hold. I'll put you on hold. You know, I think it'd probably be a lot more fun just bring you both up. We can talk about what's going to happen at Bull Shoals. What do you think? I will gladly sit there and just listen as he, as he talks. <laughs> well, you know, McClell's one of the nicest guys on tour. He'll give it up, won't he? No, absolutely not. I play poker with him all the time. And the one thing about McClell, he's smiling while he takes all your money. And he absolutely hustles. So yeah. that nice guy thing is all an act, and he's got like this venomous vampire information-sucking mean thing going on down his back that we don't know about. There you go. Hey, let's talk a little bit. You know, Byron, a lot of the fishermen out here, uh, and especially here in the West Coast, uh, are just now coming into the power poles, you know, and they see you guys fishing. Everybody's got, you know, now two power poles on their boat. Uh, what started out with one, now they have two. But what about that guy that doesn't have the, you know, to rig his boat out with power poles, but he really needs boat position. He needs to stop that boat. Um, Give us some tips on how to do it. Always carried an anchor with me. I actually carried two anchors with me, but I didn't have real anchors. I would just take an oil, a mercury oil jug, and fill it up with gravel. You know, I just wanted like a soft anchor, something soft that could bang around in the boat. It wouldn't wouldn't hurt anything. I didn't want any metal anchors and anchors, and I would just carry it in the springtime before the advent of the power pole, you use a push pull if you can reach the bottom. But, you know, we don't have that luxury of being able to reach the bottom out west on a lot of these fish. And so I would have just two strings, like the uh, like the, uh, the the rope strings that they have that you order your boat with, you know, those little uh, tie ropes? Right, right. And I, would talk, and I would take a mercury oil jug, fill it up with sand and gravel, and I would have those things front and back ready to go. So if I pulled up on a fish and I saw a fish I wanted to catch, I'd run back, lower the mercury jug real fast into the water, get it down there, tie it off to the, to the cleat, 
move the boat around on the front, so now i got the back pinned where I need it, move around on the front and get, keep the freedom on the front to move around a little bit on a real low speed, and then if I really felt like I needed to stop, I'd grab the other mercury jug of oil, was sanding it, drop it in the front, and there I, so I was kind of recycling my mercury jugs and making them soft anchors at the same time. But I did do that a lot because, again, you know, staying perfectly still, you know, getting down on your knees, low profiling yourself, low profiling the boat, not making any sound, electronics off. Those are all key ingredients. I mean, that's all that's all part of what I did to, to proficiently catch fish that I, that I think other guys may have thought, you know, were not catchable, I guess. Well, okay, let's talk about... Uh... Let's talk about you're going to pull off of a fish. All right, that's it. He's not going to bite. I can't catch him. But, you know, it's a big one. Uh, do you do anything to try to send that fish off uh, off for a while before you uh, before you leave so a guy like you doesn't come across a cove and catch him on a third flip? The last thing I do before I leave, I don't I don't blow the bed out. I, I just think that's kind of sacrilegious. I mean, you know, we're... we're it, it, I don't want to go in there and start the big motor and just destroy the whole bed. I, and I never have. If I if I absolutely get beat by a fish, I get beat by a fish, and I'm hoping maybe another guy will come waste an hour or an hour and a half on it, and maybe another guy won't catch it on the first flip. But but if they do, more power to them. And I, I really don't want to sit there and start taking fish that are trying to spawn. Bad enough that we're catching them on bed, you know, and, and you ha- it's a necessary evil in a sight fishing tournament. But to start actually damaging the beds and blowing the eggs off and blowing them off with your big motor... I've never, ever, ever done that. What I will do right before I give up is I'll get real aggressive with the boat, and I'll take the boat over the top. I won't start the big boat or anything, but I'll go over the top. I'll really try to stir things up, and then I'll stop and fish them again with all the big baits, throwing the swim bait in there, immediately going down to a small finesse bait, and try to get that last-minute reaction before I finally have to give up the ghost. You know, and, and, and if they don't respond to me powering over them, you know, and stirring stuff up and, really getting in there and, and mixing it all up. And, and, you know, hopefully the bluegill will come in. Hopefully something else will wash into the bed. Hopefully the, final, the fish finally gets fired up enough that it'll bite. But if even that doesn't get it, they go back to being their same old reluctant self, you know, after I get through the real super aggressive boat thing, then I'm done. You know, and, and I don't, uh, to answer your question, I, I've, never, I've never done, I've heard a lot of guys doing it, but I don't do the big mortar, you know, put it in gear and blow that whole thing off the bed. It's just not my deal. All right, well, real quick, because we got to get to McClellan. A lot of us saw you do Zona's Awesome Fishing Show with Z, and uh, you guys, he kind of pulled a deal out uh, that you're pretty impressed with, this uh, plexiglass cone look under the water with it. And uh, uh, now we're seeing a few of them in the tackle stores out here. It's amazing. In a team tournament, if I was fishing a sight fishing team tournament in clear water, one guy could hold the cone while one guy fishes, it'd be a tough team to beat. You know, if you, I, I think about those days at Orville when they used to go out there and as long as it was calm, you could see those fish spawning way out on those long points, you know, and any kind of, like, rock pile out there. And, I, and when we were doing that show with Zona, I was thinking about Orville in particular, and, like, man, that would be dangerous for a team tournament event where one guy really just holds the cone and calls the shot, and the other guy has the rod in his hand because I was surprised. We never felt, neither one of us felt a single bite. You know, and that's reflected the show. Neither one of us felt these four- and five-pound smallmouth hitting our bait and it took the guy with the cone to tell the other guy to set the hook. So, you know, and we, and we went back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. And that was the astounding part was, I mean, I'd watch through cone, this five-pound smallmouth hammers on his bait, you know, and he's vertically fishing that thing in 20, 25 foot of water. He doesn't feel a thing. I go, set, set, set. He feels nothing. He starts reeling, and here comes the five-pound smallmouth. And the whole day was like that. And that's what kind of tipped me off to, wow, what a, 
what, an, what a tool for a couple guys fishing a team event. There you go. Buddy, we got to let you roll. Uh, be careful rolling down 10. I know you're headed into some weather, and uh, we wish you the best of luck. Bull Shoals next week uh, when the Elite Series kicks off, the third tournament of the year, and I uh, hope you go down there and, uh, and whack him, buddy. I appreciate you kind of hanging out with us for a couple of weeks. I want to keep hanging out. I, I got nothing but love for the poker player that's about to come on and, and, and talk fish, and I want to hear if I can... If I can, if I get some tips for Bull Shoals. All right, we'll put you back on hold. Guys, we're going to put him on hold. Take a break. We're coming back. Bassmaster Elite Series Pro, Mike McClellan. Ultimate Bass with Kent Brown. We'll be right back. If you're looking to buy a new Mercury-powered Triton boat or already own one, Gone Fishing in Dixon is your place to call home. From the aluminum VT-16 to the Tournament Top 21 XS, Gone Fishing's lineup of Triton boats offers the most advanced design, ride, performance, and safety features in the industry. With Triton Gold Tournament bonuses and Gone Fishing's award-winning Mercury Premier Service Center by your side, the advantages to being a Triton boat owner were never greater. Visit us right off I-80 in Dixon as Gone Fishing Marine, Mercury Outboards, and Triton Boats bring you Ultimate Bass University, the third Tuesday of every month at 6.30. Find out more at GF Marine. When I take my friends or family fishing, I make sure everyone's wearing life jackets. Last year, a friend of mine fell overboard, got tangled up in the lines, couldn't swim, and panicked. His life jacket kept him afloat till we were able to fish him out. Does that make me feel like a hero? Actually, yeah, it does. Heroes wear life jackets. Now it's your turn. Take the life jacket oath and get a chance to receive four cool new life jackets. Go to BoatCalifornia.com or check us out on Facebook. The California Department of Boating and Waterways. If it's your boat, it's your responsibility. Hi, everyone. Kent Brown from Ultimate Bass. I want to introduce you to an accessory that I have on my bass boat that everyone needs. The Moto Stop Motor Support is designed for two- and four-stroke outboards made by Mercury, Yamaha, and Honda. The Moto Stop is made from 6061 aluminum, and the bushings and pads are a durable polyurethane. The Moto Stop slides over the trim rods of your motor and secures it in place while towing. Old-style motor supports damage your gear case and connect your outboard directly to your trailer, causing unnecessary jarring and wear. The Moto Stop eliminates this completely. Available at leading boat dealers and online at moto-stops.com. Add the Moto Stop motor support to your bass boat's outboard and never look back. Are you looking to find the most exciting advancements in real technology? Then look no further than Okuma Fishing Tackle. I'm talking about the new Superlight Helios Baitcast and Reel, along with three other reels that dollar for dollar stand alone against all others. On the water, nothing moves faster than the Okuma Trio High Speed Spinning Reel. 6.2 to 1 gear retrieve moves fast and dissects prime water with speed and efficiency. Trio High Speed Spinning Reels make success simple. Cover more water and catch more fish. Catch them all online at okumafishing.com. And now, back to Ultimate Bats with Kent Brown. Hey, guys, we're back. And, uh, you know, there's nothing better than having a big tournament on your home lake, uh, a lake that you've uh, kind of grown up fishing, and that's exactly what this guy's got going on uh, this week as the uh, Bassmaster Elite Series makes their stop at Bull Shoals Lake. Joining us is uh, Arkansas's Mike McClellan. Good morning, Mike. Good morning, Ken. Good to be here, man. Hey, man. You know, Velvic said uh, Velvic said you're all poker faced, and that nice guy, smiley image of yours is just an act. Did you hear that? He, you know, if if I would have uh, not heard that, I would have probably divulged so much information this morning on your show. But knowing Byron is sitting there in the wings listening to what I've got to say, I mean, you're not going to get hardly anything from me at all today. So. Uh... <laughs> You know, he he just blew his cover big time. If he would have just played it played it like a real poker player, and 
you know, just just acted like he was going to slide off the show, he'd have probably got a lot of information. But, yeah, uh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Exactly. Well, you know, it's got to be fun, man. You uh, you got a you got a tournament less than a tank of gas away from your house. That's got to be fun. You know, that is really nice, especially due to the fact, you know, I'm sitting here at the house this morning, which in most situations you would be on the road like uh, Byron and a lot of the other guys traveling across the country right now. So, yeah, it's always good to have a tournament close to home. Uh, you know, you, you talk about having that uh, tournament on your home lake or, or something of that nature. And to me, the benefit of it is, is, I don't fish bull shoals a lot, but it is a lake that I have spent some time on. I do have some familiarity with it. Uh, being out here fishing the Elite Series over the last six or seven years, learning the things that I've learned, I'm excited to go to bull shoals because I feel like I've got all these new strategies and tactics that I can go to bull shoals with and hopefully expose something that uh, I've never had the opportunity to do over there. Well, you know, the FLW Everstart Series Tournament moved from Table Rock to uh, to Bull Shoals a couple of weeks ago. Lake Local, a uh, guy that had grown up fishing it, won the event. And, uh, and you know, so I know that uh, uh, I know that you guys are kind of looking for uh, some of that uh, home field advantage to play into, into your side, too. You know, there's no doubt about that. But uh, there's a big difference between Robbie Dodson and Mike McClellan when it comes to Bull Shoals. <laughs> Robbie has uh, literally fished Bull Shoals uh, – Day in, day out, since he was uh, probably uh, knee-high to a grasshopper, you know. I mean, he is uh, probably one of the uh, most versatile anglers on Bull Shoals as well as, you know, on tour, to to say the least. And uh, it it was interesting to watch that tournament unfold on the Internet. And uh, some expectations that I had for Bull Shoals really didn't come to the forefront. I mean, I really thought Bull Shoals was going to blow people's minds in the the weight of the, the you know, that the guys weighed this year, uh, not only in, in other events, but uh, in our events. But uh, after watching some of the results over the last couple weekends, not just from Bull Shoals, but other lakes, there's really something strange going on with Mother Nature and, and what these fish are trying to do. So we may still see a big, uh, I really wanted to compare Bull Shoals to, to Amistad in the Ozarks. I, I felt like it had the capabilities to produce some giant fish and giant stringers of fish, but uh, maybe that's yet to be seen. Will that take the spotted bass out of the equation for this tournament, or are they going to be a a key element for the guy that wins? You know, the thing about any of these uh, White River chain lakes, with the fact that they have all come so far in the last few years, you know, since the largemouth bass virus, all the fish typically play. I don't think there's any way a guy can go out with the intention of catching spotted bass and win the Bull Shoals event. Now, there's no doubt in my mind that a guy that wins is going to probably weigh a spotted bass or two during the course of the week just for the simple fact that there's some really good spots in Bull Shoals. And if you're not specifically targeting spots, I think you're going to weigh a mixed bag of fish there. Is this going to be a uh, is this going to be a pretty good event as far as the Western guys are concerned? You think it's going to be a tournament for the uh, you know Aaron and uh, and Skeet and and Lintner and some of those guys? I mean, are you thinking that uh, Bull Shoals will play in because of its similarities? You know, there's no doubt about that. You can't forget that uh, little buddy of mine, uh, Jeff Creek from Oklahoma, either. Uh, you know, any of these guys that uh, that like to pull out some finesse tactics, that uh, love to fish clear water reservoirs, they're, they're going to be players in this deal. Uh, you know, it's kind of scary you start throwing these names up. I just spent this week uh, at Table Rock uh, 
Spro, uh, Sunline Gamakatsu Riders Convention, uh, Creed, Aaron Martin, you know, we're both at it. Uh, Jared Littner's boat's parked in my garage right now. We've uh, fished around here in the Ozarks a little bit uh, before he flew back home, and he's flying back uh, here, you know, tomorrow to, to head to Bull Shoals. And, uh, you know, there's no doubt those guys from out west uh, always fish the Clearwater Reservoir as well, and uh, it's going to be a wide-open event. You know, I'm definitely looking forward to it, but there is absolutely no doubt in my mind that uh, there's a lot of players in this event. I mean, when you take the Elite Series, I don't care whose home life you're going to, when you show up with this group of guys anymore, uh, anybody there is capable of winning. Yeah, that's uh, that's definitely going to be the one. A lot of our uh, a lot of our listeners play the fantasy bass picks, so uh, uh-huh. we'll uh, we'll see how that all uh, unfolds as well. You know how that goes. All right. Well, you know what I'm going to do real fast. Hang on, real quick. If I can, I'm going to have Chris bring Byron back up. Chris, come on, Byron. Uh, come on, Byron. We're bringing Byron back up. I think uh, Chris, we, Byron, you with us? Oh no, I hung up. I hung up. I'm not <laughs> anymore. Byron's recording. He hung up. I can talk about whatever he wants. Oh, okay. Yeah, Mike. Uh, Byron says he's gone now, buddy. Yeah. 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 Yeah, 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 yeah. He's bluffing. You know, he's bluffing. Oh yeah, he's he's good at that. I'm going to tell you right now. If you ever play poker with Byron, don't be afraid to call him every now and then. Well, you know, the thing about Byron is, you know, he got he got through 26 weeks of TV handing out roses, and you know, he didn't like all those girls. <laughs> That's exactly right. <laughs> you had to go back to the bachelor, didn't you, Ken? You well, to go back to the reality TV world. Well, you know, Mark Jeffries, Mark Zona, and I have all decided to make sure that that doesn't die. You know. City limits fishing, you know, city limits fishing, uh, going coastal, all that stuff. You've done a great job with Bass Center, but no, nah, dude, it's still The Bachelor. I got one final rose left from McClellan. If he takes me practicing one day this week, I'll give him the final rose for sure. How about it, Mikey? I'm not interested in a rose, but, I, you know, I will have to say, uh, you know, you, you think about Byron and, and what he's done with the swim bait, and then Letter and I actually had this conversation a couple days ago uh I guess it was a couple weeks ago when he was here. Uh, one thing about Bull Shoals that uh, is very interesting is uh, being a White River chain, you know, uh, trout fishing is huge on, on the White River. And uh, not only are there trout that naturally come into the river, well, I say naturally, that there's trout that come into the river through the upper river of, of Taney Como, but they actually stock trout in Bull Shoals. So, uh, you know, these swim bait guys are, are another threat at Bull Shoals in my mind. They're, Velvic, uh, Velvic, that is an absolute bluff on Mike McClellan's hand just to try to get you to pick up the hoodie and not take it out of your hand for about three days. Did you feel that, Ken? Because I was right there with you. I was feeling right there that that was that was Mike McClellan as best taking me out of the competition by telling me to throw a swim bait. Uh, Byron, they plant trout. Bring your big swim bait box, buddy. That was the lake local <laughs> throwing throwing the high inside slider at you, buddy. Oh, I felt it. I mean, I, I was glad you caught that, Ken, because I was about ready to start calling it and probably get thrown off for, for a profanity, and, and you kept me from going profane right there. <laughs> you know, Mike obviously knows your addiction to the big trout bait, and, uh, you know, you've been through uh, Swim Baits Anonymous, and you've kind of, you know, kept it under control, but he knows your addiction to the big bait, doesn't he? Oh, yeah, and, and some of my better friends, like Swindle, always coach me to put it down, put it down. They, they see me relapsing, and you just like a good AA, right before you drink that sip of beer, they they pull up to my boat, they start talking, they look at the rods I got tied on, they go, put those away right now. Sometimes they'll snatch them out of my boat, and we'll give them back till the end of the tournament, just so I don't throw them. So, so those guys actually help me, but he's enabling me right now. I, I am being 
enabled, and, and I'm feeling peer pressure from Mike McClellan. There you go. Right. Guys, I kind of feel bad at this point, Byron, so it, I'll help you this week. Uh, let's just plan on catching up, uh, grabbing lunch Sunday afternoon, and, and I'll take your swim bait boxes this week so you're not even tempted to throw them at bull shells because it, it really is one of those lakes that, you know, clear water this time of the year, fish really don't want to see a swim bait, so – be sure and then slide by, and I'll keep your swim base for you this week. <laughs> what, a, what, what a guy. There you go, guys. The head games of two Bassmaster Elite Series Pro, Byron Velvick and Mike McClellan. Guys, appreciate you hanging out with us. You can follow along Bassmaster.com. Watch them as they go. McClellan, Velvick, I appreciate it as always, my friends. Take care. Bye-bye. Good to be here. Guns, fishing, and other stuff in Vacaville wants bass anglers to know they are your one-stop bass fishing superstore. No matter where you're headed, Guns, fishing, and other stuff has the largest selection of bass tackle, rods, reels, and electronics in the area. Not just a few lucky crafts, but hundreds of colors and sizes. And not just a couple of Pradco baits, they stock hundreds of your favorites and some new colors that soon will be your favorites. Soft plastics from all the big manufacturers, swim baits, terminal tackle, and all the rods and reels the pros use. Sure, they have guns and other stuff, but they should be called guns, bass fishing, and other stuff. With their great selection and enough inventory, they won't be sold out when you get there. Guns, fishing, and other stuff, right off I-80 in Vacaville at 197 Butcher Road. Or check them out online at gunsfishing.com. Make guns, fishing, and other stuff in Vacaville your store for all your bass fishing needs. More techniques are calling for braided line than ever before. Frogs punching in the Alabama rig require the strength, castability, power, and abrasion resistance that Tough Line gives you. Tough Line pioneered the use of braided specter fibers in fishing lines, and all Tough Line braided lines are manufactured in the U.S. Tough Line XP is more compact, smaller in diameter, packs better on the reels, offers better knot performance, casts further, reduces rod tip wraps, and boasts high abrasion resistance. Catching bass two at a time, under the slop, or deep in the weeds, you can count on Tough Line to put the bass in the boat. Spool up with Tough Line at your local dealer or learn more at toughline.com. I'm boater and angler Seth Hendrickson of California Sportsman. And I'm Kent Brown, professional angler from Ultimate Bass. Most people know us as anglers first. But whenever you're on the water in a boat, even if you're out there to catch that kokanee, you're a boater first, which means you've got to wear a life jacket. You don't need to wear one that's bulky or could make it tough to reel in a largemouth. You know, with today's life jackets, you barely know you're wearing one until it counts. So... Wear it, California. This message brought to you by the United States Coast Guard and the California Department of Boating and Waterways. I don't know how we pulled it off, but that was uh, a lot of fun with Velvic and McClellan. Uh, appreciate it, guys. That's what makes this show so much fun. And uh, in memory of my old friend, Las Vegas's Pat Donahoe. Donahoe, this one's for you, buddy. From spotted bass in lakes to largemouth in the Delta, Ultimate Bass will help you catch more fish with tips and techniques from tournament pros around the world and top bass anglers from all over the West. Coming up next, two more hours of outdoor entertainment with Sepp Hendrickson and California Sportsman. Ultimate Bass is a production of Sepp's Pro Fishing Incorporated. Thanks for listening. When it comes to the newest and finest products in the fishing industry, look no further than Fisherman's Warehouse. All four convenient locations are well-stocked with product and fully staffed with knowledgeable employees to help you make the right selection for every type of fishing anywhere in the world. With locations in Sacramento, Manteca, Fresno, and San Jose, Fisherman's Warehouse will solve all your angling needs. 
Thursday night at all locations is Seminar Night. Local experts, guides, and regional pros give seminars and present demonstrations, sharing tackle, techniques, locations, and tips to make experienced and novice anglers more knowledgeable and better prepared to hit the water. If you're looking for the latest from Shimano, Fisherman's Warehouse is your Shimano headquarters for Northern California. From Shimano's freshwater spinning and casting reels to deep sea reels designed for saltwater, Fisherman's Warehouse and Shimano have it all, including Shimano's full line of rods for both fresh and saltwater applications. Serving anglers' needs for over 25 years, Fisherman's Warehouse has it all. And if it's new from Shimano, you'll see it first at Fisherman's Warehouse, Sacramento, Manteca, Fresno, and San Jose. And be sure to check out their online store at Fisherman'sWarehouse.com. Know the best thing on water? You! With friends and family, finding the perfect fishing hole courtesy of your Honda Outboard. With more four-stroke choices than anyone, plus legendary reliability and fuel economy, you know every trip will be a good one. Sporting the full line of Honda Outboards, plus an award-winning service department, your go-to Honda headquarters is Gone Fishing Marine in Dixon. See what they can do for you at gfmarine.com or right off I-80 in Dixon. Gone Fishing Marine and Honda Outboards, never too far from your favorite fishing hole. When I take my friends or family fishing, I make sure everyone's wearing life jackets. Last year, a friend of mine fell overboard, got tangled up in the lines, couldn't swim, and panicked. His life jacket kept him afloat till we were able to fish him out. Does that make me feel like a hero? Actually, yeah, it does. Heroes wear life jackets. Now it's your turn. Take the life jacket oath and get a chance to receive four cool new life jackets. Go to BoatCalifornia.com or check us out on Facebook. The California Department of Boating and Waterways. If it's your boat, it's your responsibility. Don't miss a single show. California Sportsman with Sepp Hendrickson is now broadcasting live streaming audio at seps.com and ultimatebassradio.com. And all shows are archived there, too. So now you can listen to live or archived shows on the Internet or download them to your iPod or MP3 player for listening whenever and wherever you want. Listen to us live on the Internet anywhere in the world with our new high-definition digital sound. California Sportsman, Saturday mornings from 6 to 8. Now there's no reason to miss a single show.